Hello guys and welcome back to Beauty Talk, the podcast where we talk about all things beauty. On this week's episode, we'll do our weekly roundups, talk about some hyped ingredients and my thoughts on them, and also talk about some of Mario Badescu's best-selling products and whether they're really good for your skin. Starting with today's beauty quote, which was suggested by listener Raya. With love and grace, a final hello. Louis Armstrong. This is actually a weird coincidence because I'm actually studying Louis Armstrong for a school assignment. Our beauty tip of the week is to put soap on a spoolie, so use the soap brow technique to brush back flyaway hairs. Our beauty influencer of the week is Bretman Rock. You might have heard of him. He's huge on YouTube and Instagram. He has a very big personality, and I love watching his makeup tutorials. He recently came out with a show on MTV called Following Bretman Rock, and personally, I thought that he was a little bit annoying and kind of assholey and rude in the show, but that does not take away from the fact that he is amazing at makeup. Our product of the week is not really a particular product. It's just the idea of soap brows. I talked about them just a moment ago, and I'm really loving and enjoying how they make my brows look. My personal updates are that I had a spa day last night, which would be Thursday on the day you're listening to this, and that was really nice. And also, on the day of uploading, so Saturday, March 13th, my birthday will be in three days. And by the way, like I've been teasing for the last couple of weeks, on Tuesday, on my birthday, you will get a bonus-themed episode. But instead of being about beauty, this will be our first non-beauty podcast. So we're going to talk about birthdays and all of my thoughts on them. But I think it's going to be super, super fun. So make sure to look in your feed for that. And then my beauty struggle has mainly been acne. You know what time it is. Sale time. In this segment, I give you one weekly sale. And this week's sale is Ulta Beauty. Starting on March 14th and going to April 3rd, shoppers can score 50% off pre-selective items every single day. You can expect to save on brands like Sunday Riley, It Cosmetics, MAC, NYX, and so much more. So if you love a good deal, get ready for that. We have a pretty short beauty news this week, and our first story is about Rihanna. According to recent trademark filings, it seems that her brand Fenty might be branching out into hair care. Earlier this month, Her company filed a trademark application for Fenty Hair. The trademark covers categories including hair preparation, hair color, hair styling, straightening or relaxing, and hair glitter. If I had to guess a timeline, I would say tentatively summer 2022, 
because there were 16 months between when Fenty Skin trademark was filed in March 2019 and the launch of their first products in July 2020. So I think that this could be really cool, but it's definitely going to be a while before we see these products. There's also going to be a digital celebration of all things beauty at the My John Lewis Virtual Beauty Weekend, which comes Thursday, March 25th to Sunday, March 28th in partnership with Benefit, Charlotte Tubery, Clarence, Ellen's Hourglass, and Kate Somerville. So it's a four-day celebration, and they've lined up a pack schedule of 16 Incredible events with masterclasses, talks, panel discussions with the biggest names in beauty. So you have to access these events by being a My John Lewis member. If you're already a member, you can book your tickets and tickets are 15 euros each, which includes access to one event and a 15 euro voucher to spend with the host brand. And you'll be able to use your voucher either online at Lewis John com or on the John Lewis app. And if you aren't a member, it's free and super simple to join. In terms of launches, Natasha Nona has launched their Circo Loco eyeshadow palette for pre-sale, which features 15 brand new shades of Natasha's signature Preston and Cream powder formulas ranging from very light pastels to vibrant pigments and pearls. And it's inspired by the circus. It has a lot of pinks, oranges, blues, and purples and it's available for repeat sale for a whopping $129 on Natasha. Oh my god. In terms of launches, Natasha Denona has launched their Circo Loco eyeshadow palette for pre-sale, which features 15 brand new shades of their pressed and cream powder formulas. It has a lot of pinks, oranges, blues, and purples and has some pastels and a lot of very vibrant colors. It's inspired by the different colors of the circus and you can pre-order this for a whopping $129 on natashanonabeauty.com and that launches on the 15th of March. Morphe... And Morphe 2 also has a new Hide and Peak Concealer, which is a lightweight, flexible concealer made to let your skin shine through, but gives a little coverage, and it's currently available in 15 shades, which isn't very good, but it's like, it's fine, and they retail for 12 US dollars. They are enriched with sunflower oil and glycerin. They are vegan buildable and buildable with light to medium coverage and a natural looking finish. They launch on my birthday, so March 16th, on morphe.com and on March 23rd in Morphe stores and on April 25th at Ulta Beauty. Beauty Blender have also launched their Focus Gemstone Setting Powder, which is airy and hydrating, available now in only five shades for $32 on Sephora.com. Tarte Cosmetics have relaunched their Shape Tape Ultra Creamy Concealer, 
which is the iconic shape tape with now a built-in eye cream for 24-hour hydration. And then obviously it's full coverage, natural moisturizing matte finish, and has some prickly pear for also hydration. And it's still available now in two sizes, full size for 27 US dollars and travel size for 10 US dollars on tartcosmetics.com. Melt Cosmetics are now launching cream blush lights, which are like compact bits of cream thing, and those are coming soon to Melt Cosmetics, but we do not know the price yet. And finally, from Winky Lux, they have marbled lip balm and lipstick combos. So it's a kind of a marble of a lip balm, but also a lipstick, which I think is really interesting. And you can get those on wikilux.com for $18 each. Now, I just wanna quickly go over some of my favorite launches in March and February so far, starting with Mented's Cosmetic Sunkiss Highlighter Palette, which is $30. It has a range of different highlighters that could even be used as a bronzer, and it's made for a little bit of darker skin tone, which I really love. Next is the This Milky Gloss from NYX which is $8.50 and comes in a ton of different things, but it's like, it's milkshake inspired. I don't know what I was trying to say there, but it's milkshake inspired. I think it's super cute. I talked about last week, the Cheek Do Serum Blush from ColourPop, which is $7 each. I think that that is really cool and inventive. And finally, Fresh launched a Sugar Mingo Hydrating Lip Balm, which is a bright orange color and comes in kind of an interesting container. And I think that one is really nice too. I believe that it's around $15, but you get quite a lot of balm for your buck. Get it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I love to make puns. Now let's talk about Mario Badescu's hype products and if they're really worth that hype. In the past, I have called this a brand breakdown, so welcome to Mario Badescu's brand breakdown. We're starting off with their caffeine eye cream, which is $18 for 0.5 fluid ounces. I see nothing wrong with this one. It has small amounts of squalane, glycerin, and caffeine, which are nice. It has some jojoba oil in it. It appears to not have any fragrance or irritating ingredients. It does have some alcohol, but overall, it's not bad. Then, of course, you guys know I don't like this one. It's their facial spray with aloe herbs and rose water, or honestly, any of their facial sprays, which are $7 for four fluid ounces. They have alcohol, water, and then just a lot of irritating ingredients. So yeah, I, I don't like this one. Next is their drying lotion, which costs $17 for one ounce. It has alcohol in it, and then calamine, as in calamine lotion, some glycerin, salicylic acid, but honestly my, which is like typical of a drying lotion, but honestly my main thing is I don't think that you should be drying out your pimples. I think that that creates a scab over the, actually, excuse me, I don't like that. 
It's a fact that it creates a scab over your skin, which can prevent the pus of your pimple from coming out and can even turn your normal pimple into a cystic pimple. Next is their vitamin C serum, which costs $45 for one freaking ounce, which is a lot. This has some aloe juice, which isn't as good as aloe vera gel, but it's fine. It has some ascorbic acid in it, a lot of castor oil, and then a shit ton of extracts, which is why I can't recommend this. Aside from the extracts, which are like just kind of basic irritating extracts, this product is super overpriced for what it is. I don't think that any of their serums are really worth it at all. Next is their Rose Body Soap. This one is pretty similar to the Mist, honestly. It has rose water and then some irritating extracts as well as fragrance and alcohol. And the last product I want to talk about is their Strawberry Tonic Mask, which costs $18. Oh, excuse me. The body soap is $8. I didn't mention that, but this mask is $18 for two ounces. And, okay, it has what I'm seeing here. I see some dimethicone, which we've talked about a little bit. That's a nice silky ingredient, very hydrating. We have some mineral oil, which is not the best um, ethically. Olive extract is actually really great. But we do have some rose extract, strawberry extract, which is the main part of this. But strawberry extract can be really irritating because, again, it is acidic. So because of that and the fact that it has fragrance, I cannot recommend this product. So, yeah, those are all of the products from Mario Badescu that we're going to talk about. Next up, we're going to talk about some hyped ingredients and whether I think that they're really worth the hype that they're given. First up is retinal oil. No clinical trials have been done to compare the ingredient in different forms, but retinal oils are supposed to have some unique perks. They're supposed to minimize the dryness, inflammation, and itching that can be caused by the retinal itself, according to Dr. Ted Latin, MD, who is a board-certified dermatologist based in Austin, Texas. You can also incorporate the oil into your routine, just as you would with a cream or serum, by just applying a few drops and then you're good to go. When you're using any face oil, you also get the extra moisture benefits because moisture Oils can be moisturizing, hydrating, lightweight, and easy to apply, which makes the idea of retinal oil really appealing to people with drier skin that usually get irritation from using pure retinal. Retinal oils often also include other nice hydrating ingredients like algae, which is hydrating marula seed oil, sea buckthorn extract that can work to quell any irritation, and then also deliver extra benefits. So even though retinal oils aren't super research, I think that they could be a great alternative. Just make sure to do your research and check with your esthetician, dermatologist, or physician before trying any of these possibly irritating products. 
Next up, we're going to talk a little bit about vitamin C. Vitamin C, one, you probably know it as helping to fight off a cold, and it has similar effects on the skin. It can help neutralize free radical damage caused by toxins in the environment, as well as helping prevent harm to our skin's collagen, according to Joshua Zeiter, MD, who is Director of Cosmetic and Clinical Research and Dermatology at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City. The most common form of vitamin C is L-ascorbic acid, which does actually have some problems. L-ascorbic acid is water-soluble, which first off makes it kind of difficult to penetrate through the outer skin layer. It's also highly unstable, especially in the presence of UV light, which means sunlight, which is why modified versions of vitamin C are increasingly being used in skincare products. So I would say that vitamin C has some great benefits, but it's a little bit unstable. So you want to make sure that you're using a brand that's not natural because normally these natural brands don't use enough preservatives to be able to deal with the possible unstableness of vitamin C. Also, I know it looks cute when there's a little sun ray coming into your bathroom or wherever you store your products. Just try and keep your vitamin C products out of the sunlight because that can dampen their effectiveness. Next up is CBD. I've talked about CBD on the podcast before, but just a quick refreshal. It has a ton of amazing benefits. I do recommend checking with your esthetician, dermatologist, or general care physician before you use it. You also have to make sure that it is legal in your state. It's not legal in all states in the U.S., and I know some of you guys are international listeners. I don't know off the top of my head where it's legal and where it's not, but a quick Google search can help you figure that out. In terms of the actual ingredient, there aren't a ton of clinical trials that are done about CBD. It's a pretty like new ingredient to be used in skincare, so there's not a ton of research backing up the products, but there is no harm in trying them. Next, we're going to talk about turmeric and its benefits. In particular, I am actually allergic to turmeric. So when I'm talking about turmeric, keep in mind that I cannot use turmeric on my skin. I can eat Indian food, very thankfully. Indian food is delicious. But I cannot have any turmeric on my skin So essentially, turmeric is rich in curcumin, which is a natural active ingredient that promotes healing and brightening of the skin. There's a bunch of modern research that talks about turmeric's effects and a bunch of studies that have been done. It's actually one of the more hyped ingredients that has just a little bit more research behind that. It can be helpful for those with inflammatory skin issues like eczema or rosacea. But most people can find the ingredient helpful. But, you know, there are science-backed studies. Like I mentioned, a 2014 study found that curcumin can help speed up the healing of wounds. And that includes acne, picked acne, and then also normal wounds. And, of course, that's what's in turmeric. So you can go as far to say that 
maybe that applies to turmeric. And the final ingredient we're going to talk about is watermelon. Watermelon is composed of 92% water and is incredibly rich in vitamins, antioxidants, and amino acids. I don't know if you guys did this, but I used to freeze watermelon and use it on my back in the summer when I got sunburns. It was just super cooling and nice. I would... I love watermelon. Don't get me wrong. But here's a couple things. Watermelon fragrance, not okay. You want to find watermelon products that are really harnessing the watermelon's benefits without adding a bunch of fragrance, which is pretty hard. So Glow Recipes watermelon line, kind of a no. Like, maybe don't. You'll have to search a little harder for that. Secondly... Watermelon juice is a very diluted form of the extract and won't have as many of those hydrating benefits as the extract has. So what you might look for is you might look for a retinal product that has watermelon extract in it because the watermelon extract could help reduce some of the dryness that that retinal product has in it. So yeah, I love watermelon, but there's a couple things to keep in mind. All right, and unfortunately with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Beauty Talk. Make sure to stick around for tomorrow's episode. Yes, I know, I'm sorry, I'm posting this a couple days late. I've just been really stressed out recently. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and I'll see you on Tuesday. Summer wind came blowing in from across the sea.